welcome to another exciting episode of Man Me Matinee. Today we'll be reviewing the film Never Let Me Go. Yep, 2010 film based off of the book by Kazuo Ishiguro. I may be saying that wrong, but oh well. Um, do you want to do you want to explain what it's about? Yeah. So it takes place in a, I don't know if I'd even call it dystopian, but it's takes place in this world where um, people have really long extended lifespans because they get organs from organ, do- or from, uh, from donors, um, people who are basically bred just to, to give these, their organs away to other people, and um, essentially, the film is about these three people who grew up together, who are all, you know, bred to be these organ donors, and um, there's like a love triangle that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just learned that there's a Japanese version that was made last year. So now I'm kind of curious, like, how this version compares with the version we watched, you know. The Japanese version is a, it looks like it's a television series. But anyway, okay. Do you know why we watched this movie? Yes, I, when I looked at the credits, I saw uh, it was written by Alex Garland. I'm assuming that's why we watched it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is, for the the listener, that is the director of... Ex Machina, one of my favorite movies of... Was it 2015? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, I feel like this wasn't, like, a good film. Really? I Did you think it was a good film? <laughs> I don't know if I'd say it's a great film. It's not the thing that's... I don't, it doesn't stick out to me as a not-good film. I think it wasn't good. Okay, what did what 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 didn't you like about it? Um it's very it's very melodramatic and there's a lot of kind of just like extended pauses and staring into each other's eyes and the the center of the drama is a love triangle which I just tend to hate those unless they're Involving, you know, I don't know, interesting characters, but like these characters weren't that interesting. Um, So the thing I thought was really cool about this movie is it is, this is something about the book too. It's sort of like unclear what the genre of the book is. And that's sort of true for this movie as well, because you have a, I mean, you have a fairly by the numbers type romantic dramatic film on top of this layer of the science fiction movie which i thought yeah. was interesting yeah definitely but i feel like i feel like both of those both of those things need to be interesting for it to work like i think the the straightforward romantic drama aspect of it is boring, which makes the whole film suffer, in my opinion. Um, 
I think if the if there was not this like science fiction dystopic uh thing happening, you know, obviously underlining or yeah, basically the substrate of all the romantic drama, then it would obviously be like a much worse film. But I think that even with that, it doesn't I definitely, I don't know. I don't think it's... I sort of think, like, the... I mean, not the opposite of what you're saying. I think that, you know, it the romantic aspects of it are not particularly strong. I'll agree with that. Um, but I think sort of, like, the mundane... The mundanity? Is that a word? How sort of, like, you know, typical the love story is, on top of this, you know, fairly horrific world, where we have these people that are bred just to have their organs harvested and the way they go about it is just so like um so routine these people these people like you know you might expect this movie to have an undercurrent something like i think the film was the was the island where the people there's this movie that came out called the island where yeah it's an island of clones who are bred again bred for harvesting the um, the uh, organs, but in that movie, you know, the whole plot is people feel realize that's happening, and then they start like you know trying to escape or rebel and all that stuff. And yeah. this movie, you know, they know they're going to harvest their organs, and they're just so like docile about it. Yeah. So resigned to it. Yeah. Yeah. And you sort. I of, guess I just. Yeah. Go ahead. On top of sort of this, like, world, which is kind of just, like, crazy how resigned these people are to this terrible fate, you have a love story, which is just fairly, you know, by the numbers. I mean, it's it's a, it's a little complicated by the whole love triangle type stuff, mm-hmm. but on the whole, like, you know, it's not a, it's not like, you know, this crazy over-the-top love story, and I think that just sort of pre-emphasizes just the aspect of this world where terrible things are happening and everybody's okay with it. Yeah, and I think that that, like... I think that that's a cool part of this film, and I think, like I said, that's why it doesn't... It's not, like, horrible, but I think that... I I don't know, it's like, it, it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for me, just the fact that and especially since I think the the different, like, turns... This is my second time seeing this film, by the way. The oh, first really? time, Yeah, the first time I think it was in... It must have been, like, 2011 or... Yeah, this probably 2011. Fairly, oh, I guess it's, it's, like, seven years old. Yeah. It's, like, um, is it, like... It's one of Andrew Garfield's first movies, I think. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, one of his first ones, but one of his early major films, I want to say. Yeah. But I think, um, I, you know, despite, it was a while ago since I saw it. It was over five years ago. Right, right. And I think that, um, I think that the, like, the pacing, like, the, 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 the way that the narrative plays out, nothing is particularly, I feel like, at the beginning of this film, you kind of get a sense for how it's going to end. I don't think anything is particularly moving. I don't feel like I... Even though these kids are, like, 
you know, they start off as kids. We see them kids in this boarding school. Even though these kids, we learn very quickly, are going to be harvested for their organs um, and die, I just feel like there's not... It doesn't... And as they grow, it, I don't... It doesn't imbue... The, the film doesn't imbue me with a sense of, like, caring about these specific characters. Um in a way that I feel like I would want, especially since they are in this dystopia, you know, like, and maybe that's the fact that maybe it is the fact that this particular narrative is trying to show like, Hey, look at how these people in this horrible situation still act like this is normal. Um, But for me, I feel like that made me sort of be like, well, what is no one trying to like survive? Like, are you just, I don't know. Maybe that's why I didn't connect with them because they weren't trying to beyond. There's this thing that, that we learn like halfway through the film that you might be able to get a deferral to like not have your heart organs harvested right away. You'll still get your organs harvested. You'll just yeah. have a little bit of time. Yeah. And so like that, that's like a thing that they, will try but it just seems like you literally could get one of the characters has a car and it's like you get in a car and just drive the fuck away like That's i don't the know point. i know and so i get what you're saying i get that you're saying like look it's like it's it's telling us about like human society and like how people react in like cultures and like if this is your normal then how do you question it and i get that but i'm just like that is interesting, but that's like one part of this film. I mean, it also and the, has the, aspects the of the love like, triangle is just like I I don't know. It's just like I think it's boring. I mean, it also has aspects of the inevitability of death. You're talking about how you know when the movie starts, we expect the characters to die, just like everybody dies. I mean, they're gonna die young, so it's somewhat uh, dramatized, but still like. There's just this sense of inevitability in this film, and I think this film is, you know, about mortality in a way. The, yeah, yeah, the, the look- definitely. She ends the the it the film ends with a monologue from the main character, Kathy, played by Carrie Mulligan, and she mentions that she's like, you know, even though we like know that we're gonna die i'm wondering and we die young i'm wondering if our lives are really all that different from the people that we donate our organs to and it's like well clearly not because everybody is having this these like romantic you know these strife this strife right life is struggle but it's just sort of i just like is that it like this film could have been like a like 30 minutes like short film i don't know yeah i mean i think yeah, I think, you know, so you came out, I mean, yeah, we, something we talk a lot about on this podcast is like, you know, artistically, decisions might make sense, and you know, if you step back, the decision might make sense, but that doesn't necessarily lend itself to, a, you know, a pleasant viewing experience. And there's aspects of that to this film. This film is not, you know, painful to watch. This film is fairly short, too, I think at like an hour and a half or so. It's an hour and 40 minutes long, and it could have been 30 minutes. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it's an hour and 40 minutes long, so it's not overly long. I think it's, you know, competently made. I think, you know, Arissa's right in her criticism that 
it's not the most compelling at times, but I think thematically it's it's interesting, and you could certainly condense some of the thematic aspects that are explored, you know, to make the movie a little bit shorter. But at the same time, like, I don't think it's like you know a terrible movie. I would say it's okay. Yeah, I think it it is definitely not a terrible movie. I think, um, like. There's a lot that I enjoyed in this movie. Um, the actors are good, right? It's These are three. Kathy Mulligan, Andrew no, Garfield, Carrie, and Keira, Keira Knightley. Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. Plays Kathy. So, what else has yeah. she been in? Um, well, she kind of broke into the scene on an education. Oh, my God. Have you seen that movie? I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. So, so, so did I, don't... I, but it's a creepy movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Very. She was in Drive and Shame, Inside Lewin Davis, Great Gatsby. More recently, a I don't really of, know what she's been in. A lot of movies that have not been seen by that many people. Okay. Oh, she's in Mudbound, which is supposedly going to be very interesting. A lot um, of, you know, reasonable prestige type movies. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the acting... You know, those are three very competent, capable actors. Um, I really liked the music and the color palette. Like, there's some very beautiful shots, you know. But I think that just some the pacing, it, things feel flat to me. I'm sort of like, I don't really know why I'm still watching this film, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it builds to places but the stakes are never really that high. Like, and that's somewhat problematic. And the characters, you know, they're well acted and there are, you know, unique factors about them, but nothing that makes the characters particularly sympathetic or notable. I guess you feel kind of bad for them because of the whole love triangle. and You know, Stark... There's an aspect of, you know, star-pressed lover, lovers to this, but... Yeah. Yeah, and I just think that that... The way that that love triangle plays out is just not interesting. Yeah, yeah, these, like, these characters... The actors are all good, but the characters are, like, kind of supposed to be friends, but they don't have that much chemistry together. <laughs> like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're people that if you saw, like, they grew up together, but they really wouldn't want to be close otherwise. And I think the primary driving force between, you know, the two legs of the triangle, the two women in it, I guess, is that. It's more like, it's not really a triangle as it is like a, what, what, what how do you describe it, Arissa? An angle? An angle, yeah. yeah. The, well, except for that one scene, part of me is like, maybe there was more going on. There was then I would have been, on. I would have been more interested if there was more going on. Of course you would have been more interested if there was more going on. And it was a, it was a proper on. triangle. If it were a proper triangle, <laughs> that would have been interesting. Karen scene where uh, kisses uh, Kathy Mulligan. I can't remember. Okay, stop. 
you're butchering both of these names. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley, I know that. Name. Um, confronts Carrie Mulligan Carrie and Mulligan. is like, I was saying that. Oh, I said Kathy. You said, said Kathy, Kathy Mulligan. Said she plays Kathy, and it's, is it's like really confusing. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so is why are they friends? Why does but Kira Knightley's character where, where, care? Where Kira Knightley basically, so the, like the the sub or part of the things that go that are going on in this movie is um. Like Andrew Garfield's character is kind of weird when they're growing up, and Carrie, right? Carrie, yes, Carrie, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan is nice to him and kind of has a crush on him, and they sort of have like this thing that looks like it's gonna turn into a romance. And then Karen Knightley just sweeps in and like you know starts dating him and sort of because because Carrie Mulligan is kind of um, like shy, she basically lets that happen, and sort of they're in a relationship, and it's kind of clear that that Carrie actually likes Andrew Garfield's character, but um, Kiara Knightley just sort of wants to be with someone. Yeah. Um, and you can sort of tell that from both both perspectives. But anyway, so Kiara Knightley confronts um, Carrie Mulligan. And basically tells her that, you know, you're never going to get Andrew Garfield's character. And then she kisses her in a display of dominance. Yeah, kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, something I didn't know about this film, <clears throat> which, after having watched it and then read um, some of the Wikipedia article, this makes a lot of sense. The... Like, when they were rehearsing, the... So, the the first, like, 45 minutes takes place uh, when they're kids. So, it's these child actors who, interestingly enough, like, at least Carrie Mulligan's child actor looks a lot like her. Um, Kira Knightley and uh, Andrew Garfield, not as much. But anyway, they, they rehearsed... The, the child actors are really good, and I guess because... They, the director, Mark Romanek, had them, who, by the way, went to my high school, just saying. Um, BFFs. Yeah. Um, he had the older actors, so like Carrie Mulligan, Kira Knightley, Andrew Garfield, act out the scenes that the younger actors would have to play so that the younger actors could observe how the older actors were doing it. And so then... I, and that makes a lot of sense. And, like, yeah. you definitely notice that. Like, the the characteristics of the children, the child actors in the first half of the film match really well with the characteristics and the mannerisms of the adult actors. So... Something that I also want to... That I think is also worth mentioning from the Wikipedia pages is the um, in the movie... There's this art gallery, and um, basically, the purpose of the art gallery is somewhat unclear. This is a, this is a minor spoiler. Um, so in the movie, the purpose of the art gallery is some type of experiment to see if the people who are cloned have souls. And in the book, which I think is, makes a little bit more sense, um, the school is known for having a lot better treatment of these people when they're kids, of the, clo of the donors when they're kids, and it turns out that 
the paintings were used to try to like sell this to to people who would donate money to um, you know help have give these kids a slightly better childhood. I yeah. thought that actually made a lot more sense. That does. I think... So even though I watched this film twice, I forgot between the first time I watched it what the purpose of the art gallery was. And um, when they... Yeah, when they bring up this idea of souls, I was just sort of like, what? Well, that's um, weird. But, the, but in the book, it actually makes sense. Yeah, but I guess maybe that's why. Like, maybe Garland wanted to, like add this soul's idea um, because it's less what you would expect. I mean, you expect that it's sort of a way to sell something or to, you know, generate, I don't know, generate interest in the project, right? But if it's really like a research thing to see if these people have souls, which also is weird, like, I think... I think that's the thing is it's not explored really anywhere other than that one part. I think if the souls idea were like, there's so many interesting things in this film, but it's just none of it. Like, how would you, okay. How would you recut this? Cause you talked about how this movie could be shorter and now we're talking about how, what things we would add. So how would we recut this movie to make so, it more effective? Okay. So first of all, the love triangle needs to like be more interesting in terms of not just like, this like cis hetero just like everyday <laughs> normal love triangle okay um so that's definitely something i would do i'm not saying i am not saying that um ruth and kathy uh need to get together but i'm just saying like somehow we need to make this more interesting beyond just like ruth is jealous and doesn't want to be alone uh so she's gonna steal tommy like that's just so fucking boring um Secondly, yeah, so the interesting parts, right, are the fact that they don't rebel. And I'm sort of curious, like, does I just feel like I have no belief that none of these clones ever try and run away. Like, even if the characters we're watching don't, I kind of feel like no one does. That's absurd. I think that would have made it less interesting. I I think if I think if other characters had tried something or done something at one point Tommy mentions that on the fourth on the fourth donation it's not that you die it's just that they like they keep you under I I feel like there's like aspects to the to the to this world that um definitely are not explored and i get why it's like it, it they want to rem- they want it to remain this eerie thing but on some level i think if more aspects were kind of like highlighted like this thing about souls like why was this thing about souls only plopped in in the last like you know 20 minutes of the film and not really explored but it's such an important part of this very emotional turning point scene in the in the like final um act like that doesn't make sense to me right i probably would just cut the first hour of the movie but the kids are so cute yeah i mean i guess like the most interesting thing to me is sort of you know the sense of regret they feel 
and sort of coming to terms with her death, and that sort of happens in the last half hour. So I think maybe just making it a short film or just of that half hour would be better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But the kids! Okay, so who would, who would you recommend this movie to? Um. Well, I guess if you liked the book, like, you should check out the film. I feel like that's probably one of the the reason why the film is like based the way it is because it's probably heavily based on the book yeah um so yeah if you like the book you're probably i we haven't read the book but i'm guessing you like the film yeah i think um you know it's so ishiguro i'm sorry am i saying that right yeah ishiguro i have no idea (laughs) okay (laughs) Um, he also wrote the book, which was turned into a movie, um, The Remains of the Day. So I'm assuming, like, if you liked that, like, that sort of British, you know, melodrama, you know, staring at people. I think if you like that kind of thing, you'd like this. Yeah, I would say... If you, I mean, if you like the actors and actresses, you might like this. Um, if you really like, you know, the dr- dramatic, the romantic dramas, you you might like this movie. Um, very competently made. You know, interesting from a philosophical standpoint, um, but less interesting from a you know, character standpoint. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, I I give it probably like like a three, low three probably. Yeah, I'd give it low three, high two maybe, but probably more low three. Yeah, it's, it's not a it's not, it's not bad. a bad movie. It's, it's not just, bad. It's not particularly notable. Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, matinee matinee. Have a nice day. Am I supposed to say something? Hooray is what the, oh, you're supposed hu- to say. Hooray. <laughs>